to lose. You're living in poverty. Your schools are no good. You have no jobs. 58% of your youth is unemployed. What the hell do you have to lose? We're pulling live on the upside of America. Mama let me sit the 40. I was just a shorty. Then I started spitting garlic, and they said, Record me. Man. I feel like this shit was for me. This shit is my story. Bet. Yeah, uh, John at the porch, uh, I got a porch, I'm gonna take it back. I'm on the block with the killers and holding my own, of course. Yeah, Jay. I see my mom and dad separate, ain't talking divorce. Talkin Said daddy was living by the fire, and he died by the torch. Jay. Jay. I'm with the AKs, we like the baby. the Marlin vs. Marlin podcast, and I'm your boy Marlin. And I'm your boy Marlin. Join us as two childhood friends go back and forth, argue, fight, debate, sometimes maybe even agree on everything from sports, pop culture, and everything in between. All right, so today's episode, we have um, some great news about Reggie Bush and USC. Um, We also have NBA. We got uh, news, I believe, last week that we're going to we officially will have an NBA season in Orlando, so that's kicking back off. Um, and also, too, as well, I mean, will we, will we see MLB come back soon? So we'll talk about that. But um, but first, we begin with uh, something that's been going on. It's You turn to any channel, you listen to any radio station, it's all over the place. The, the Black Lives Matter movement, we all know what happened. Um, uh, a few weeks ago, the funeral for for George Floyd was, I believe, yesterday, um, and so it's it's just been all over. And so we see the the, the protest, the peaceful protest um, that are going around all over the world. And I mean, just it, it's just amazing just to see the 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 support uh, that we have all over for um, just Black Lives Matter in general. And I mean, this is something that we've seen for years and years and years. And I mean, it's finally it's it's getting enough light and we saw the commissioner come out and and issue a, a big apology um about how how wrong he was and everything so um yeah so just want to get your thoughts on just the black lives matter movement and uh just the commissioner's apology well um i'll skip over the commissioner's apology for, for a second just to um acknowledge how many people and and like to your point different countries i think it was 18 different countries yeah. had protests yeah every single state in the country has protested at this point um and i just love seeing that because it's something that we've never seen before we've been seeing these senseless murders people dying for no reason unarmed black men being killed um by police at that um brianna taylor situation you know them running into the wrong house like and then leaving her killing her and leaving her in her her home to where her boyfriend had to call the police right and then they came back and arrested him for murder right like it's it's just it's so much i think and not to take anything away from the black lives matter movement um i just think right now it's so much bigger because it happened in a time when everybody was sitting down everybody was you know 
undistracted. We had everybody's attention and we're like, look, this is why we're upset. This is why we're mad. They're killing us in broad daylight right. for no reason. Right. We just want you to feel bad for us. <laughs> feel our pain. Yeah. Um, I was listening to uh, TD Jakes today and, and um, he was just saying, and it was actually recorded, I think, a week or two ago, but he was just saying, like, it doesn't matter what color George Floyd was in that video. It was wrong. Right. And that's what people are really um, attaching themselves to. And I think that is what will change. The more there's been so many people not of color at these protests and out rallying and and, and standing up for us. And I think that's where the change starts to, to happen. And I, and I hope, I hope, I don't want to say that this is when it changes because I don't want to sound naive. Right. Um, but I am hopeful that, you know, things start to turn around because you do still see people, you know, on the other side of these protests upset about it for whatever reason (laughs) all lives matter people and the the blue lives matter and all that stuff and i mean we've got i'm sure we both know people in law enforcement that you know good good cops and all that stuff and i mean it's it's just not the right time i think one of the best analogies that i saw was um as far as with the all lives matter thing is is there was um this this lady was just explaining something and she just said well oh look that person's house is burning down let's go help let's go help that person because their house is burning down. And then the other person's like, well, what about my house? And then they're like, well, is your house burning? No. No. Okay, then. So we're going to help them because their house is right. burning. So it's just like, that's it's people just, I don't, I mean, is ignorant the right word to say when people say all lives matter? I mean, is that correct? Or, or, or I think that's the proper thing to say? I think that's know? the proper term. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that bothers me is yeah, Goodell does a good job, and I and I like Roger Goodell, so I'm not gonna say any anything bad about him. Um, but I do think you know his his comments were a couple years too late. Like this is right. what this is what Colin Kaepernick was trying to show you guys, and unfortunately with the NFL, we've seen this happen numerous different times with slightly different events. We mm-hmm. saw the Ray Rice situation. Ray Rice was suspended two games. Yep. When everybody got to see the video, okay, now let's backpedal, and now he's suspended indefinitely. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we've seen this type of thing happen before, and Colin Kaepernick is like, yo, I tried to show you this yeah. two, three years ago. Why Why are you just now doing this? Why Why am I still out of a job? Like, And, and, and also, too, with, for, for one, to touch on that, I don't even really think he wants to, to – He I don't even really think he wants to be back in the league at this point. Like, he said his price. He's not a backup. He told, I believe it was the XFL, if you guys want me, $20 million a year. You know, so he's not, he doesn't, and that's really the mindset that you should have. You're not a backup. You know, he was a starter, and you're telling me that he's not better than half of the quarterbacks that we have right now? I mean, come on. So, I personally think he doesn't necessarily want to. He could to. start for the Chargers right he, now. Anyways. Actually, he could. He could. Because Herbert and uh, Ty- Tyrod Taylor and all that stuff. Yeah, so he could, for 100%. So, Cowboys too. Because, I mean, Dak is like. I mean, I think Dak has already won more games. But let's keep going because I don't want to sound like I'm down talking. You are. Um, But but anyways, but back to that. And then also too, just looking at um, and I forgot my point. I'm sorry. Yeah. But oh, and and, and a lot of people don't realize this when when it comes down to the kneeling situation and how Goodell's just, oh, yeah, we were wrong. We were wrong. And pretty much basically saying, like, you know, we're, we're, we're with all of you. We hear all of you, blah, blah, blah. And. He pretty much insinuated that he's going to kneel to and all that stuff. I mean, 
it's it's just interesting that a lot of people don't realize that it was actually a veteran that told Kaepernick to to kneel. So it's like, and and then which leads us to Drew Brees and his comments and how he has grandparents and this and that that were fighting in the wars and and all that stuff and. And with his comments, it you saw people on his own team like Malcolm Thomas and and just people all over the league and even LeBron had commented and, and they were just saying that how how blind he is and after all these years he still doesn't get it and then it just sounded very uh, what's the right word to say naive yeah um, blind like like he just didn't want to sit there and understand the message and he's done a lot of great things for New, the city of New Orleans. Right, but but so. I think that's where, and I, and I'm gonna jump in because I think that's where people not of like the, I'll just say it. That's where white privilege comes in. Right. The reason he does, he he's able to to make a comment like that so naive without even thinking about the bigger situation is because he can. Like like I was I was watching a, a podcast, CC Sabathia's podcast. Actually, he had a couple other. Um, MLB players and former MLB players on there and he was like man I couldn't have made those comments because I have to think about this every day I'm raising young black kids like I have to think about things like these so for him to say something like that is just not only inconsiderate it just shows you what white privilege is because he can have that thought without maybe it wasn't ill intent behind right, it right but He's not a racist or nothing like that. He just... No, but I do think he meant what he said. Right. And don't come out with this BS apology. Right. You know, I mean... I'm not going to sit here and speak for Drew because I don't know, but I'm sure... That was a BS apology. Huh? That was a BS apology. Right. Who wrote that for you? Yeah. You know, like, did you sit there and hire the best guy, your publicist, your agent? Like, who... Like, come on now. Whoever paid, you overpaid. Exactly. So it's like, it, it just didn't seem genuine. And then one thing I love is Shannon Sharp came on... Uh, undisputed and he said he had that conversation with him and Shannon was just like look man like for once we didn't necessarily want you to sit there and just look at it from your your view and just like Mm -hmm. you know we just wanted you to just put yourself in our shoes for one second like just just for one second and some people are just so blind and they like like you said naive to the situation they don't want to sit there and understand they don't want Richie um, uh, shout out Richie Woods, one of my best friends. He actually posted something and said, like, I, I wish I, I had it word for word, but he said, I understand that there are just some people that just don't care to learn, to understand, yeah. to they just don't care, well, and they don't have to, right? The they don't. Really but don't but, but that's the thing. It's just like it, it, it's frustrating on our end when we're sitting here telling you one thing, one thing after another. People are just blind to it, and they actually don't even want to put themselves in the situation to not look at it from their white privileged views and just look at it from our point of view, and just for is, once. This and is that's my, Drew Brees. This is my biggest... The thing that bothers me most, right, is my grandfather was in the military as well, Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know if his dad was or maybe an uncle before that, but there were absolutely African-American people, people of color, fighting with your grandfather mm-hmm. in that World War II, Drew Brees. Yep. And you know what? When we came home, they still weren't allowed to vote. So those black people that were fighting for this country (laughs) in that war side by side with your grandfather would have killed for him, would have died for your grandfather to make sure he survived, couldn't come back to this country and vote. Right. The national anthem, the song that we're supposed to stand up for and the flag that we're supposed to um, salute when it comes on was originally written by racist people. There's a verse that, that they removed that literally says death to the slave. But this isn't what we learn in um 
American history. You know what I'm saying? Like this yeah. isn't what they'll teach us. So so do your research, please. I'm not a Black Panther. I'm not against any white people. Like I love white people. I have some great white friends. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But do your research and and be knowledgeable about things before you speak on them. And right. and to me, the worst part about it was the same reporter who came out and told LeBron James to shut up and dribble. Oh yeah, said what that Drew Brees said that Drew Brees has a right to an opinion. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Uh, it's it's it's, yeah. it's blatant. I don't think Drew Brees is racist. I can't say the same about that reporter. Yeah, Laura is. Uh, <laughs> everybody knows what Laura's about, so we're not even gonna get into her. But um, but yeah. So um, and then somewhat of a segue. They um, played on the same team, Drew Brees and Reggie Bush. We got some news on Reggie Bush today that after ten years, uh, they are basically. Uh, inviting him back onto the campus and and all that stuff, alumni, USC. all that stuff, USC, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so it's good to see that. I think everybody kind of knows how you know forfeited the the Heisman Trophy, all of that stuff. But um, you know that that what what year was that? Oh five, oh five, was it? Yeah, 05. I mean one of the best one of the best college teams assembled. Period. I mean, I wish they would have you know beat Texas. In the championship, but how I mean, ironic we're sitting here in Texas, a couple hours away from UT. Right, right, right. So Vince Young, uh, you know, one thing. Just going back, this is somewhat off topic, but one thing that always irritated me about Reggie was whoa, yes, yes, whoa, it's irritated me about Reggie. Reggie is the fastest guy, <sighs> quickest guy on the field at at USC, one hundred percent, no matter what. Reggie always. Sometimes you see him go and hit the hole and then bounce out. Hit the hole, bounce out. In the championship game, every time he got the ball, he wanted to cut it to the outside. You know, you're playing guys, you're playing teams like, you know, some trash teams in the, what is it, Pac-10 that USC is? I believe, yeah, you're playing some trash teams there, so you're not, the, the defensive ends, linebackers aren't as fast, so you're able to do that. But when you're playing up against a team like Texas, when you got D linemen that are running for sixes, four sevens and stuff, it's like, it just kind of it just frustrated me in that game because every time Reggie got the ball, I vividly remember that game. Every time he got it, it was just not, not even hitting a hole, just bounce outside, bounce outside, and he wasn't that effective in the game. But um, anyway, yeah, now yeah, that yeah, the yeah. disrespect is out the My way, and, and I just want the listeners, you know, if you've been here a couple times, you've heard our show or watched our show a couple times, you see how I just let him go on about my personal friend <sighs> Reggie and be disrespectful I love Reggie. to the best college football player in 2005 in the nation. He's probably and he's probably one of the best, one of, the best of, all of all time, one hundred percent. And I if you that, remember, yeah. like you so vividly say, they had yeah. somebody to run up the middle who was also a first round draft pick. His Lindell. name was Lindell White. Yeah, that wasn't Reggie's job. But still, Reggie. Reggie's but, but still, Reggie was was he did it all the time in the three years that he was there. He always ended up hitting a hole, run straight up, then bounce it outside after he get past the linebackers. For some reason, he thought he was that much faster than those D linemen at Texas and the linebackers at Texas that were running four sevens, four eights, all that. So that was just my issue with Reggie at that game. Now, once Reggie got to the next level, it was a different story. Now, I tell people this all the time. I love how Sean Payton used Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush is one of those players that can play in every single position, receiver, slot, whatever. Reggie could do all of that stuff. Reggie wasn't an every down back. Sean Payton knew that. Now, when Reggie went on to Miami and then Detroit, San Francisco, they, they tried to use him as an every down back, which Reggie was not. Do you agree? So, therefore, that's one thing that I love. Darren Sproles, Reggie Bush, Sean Payton knew how to use guys like that. And then, ultimately, Reggie Bush was able to get a championship in 2009, I think it was. 
something like that. The reason Reggie Bush won the Heisman is because of what Marlon's mad about right now. That's I'm not mad reason, about it. That's the reason I'm not everybody mad loved Reggie Bush was because he didn't run up the middle. If he would have ran up the middle of the whole year, he would have never won the Heisman Trophy. We wouldn't be having this conversation about him right now. Stop disrespecting my guy. <laughs> Reggie is the toughest college player you've ever got to watch. What about NFL? The NFL, he still did his thing. He had a good career. Running backs, running backs' careers are short. He lasted eight, nine years in the league, barely. But no, Reggie was what? Reggie was in in New Orleans. Reggie was in the best system. Bro, you had Deuce McAllister. Like he had a he was he had a good supporting. You can cast literally say that about every single person that's Not, had a good career. No, well, no. Basically, what I'm saying is, when you have a great system that a certain player fits, Reggie was by if, far. Reggie if, was not an overall. Duncan, if Tim Re- Duncan went to the Timberwolves, he probably wouldn't be Tim Duncan he, because he he was in a perfect. I'm so glad you said that. I he know. was he was in a great system yeah. that allowed him to be Tim. Yeah, he goes into another system and might not allow him to flourish right. as a great player. Michael Jordan Same probably thing. wouldn't have done great in Tony's system. Like well, that's not his game. Uh, well, Jordan's Jordan. Uh, I don't care. B- bad analogy. But all I'm saying is you put Reggie into a team like Miami. Obviously, they, they don't they don't compare. Reggie did get a, over 1,000 yards and I believe, one of the years in Miami. But all I'm saying is they try to use Reggie as an every-down back, which Reggie is not an every-down back. That's literally... That's, that's all I'm saying. Anybody who's had a decent career is usually because they were put in the right system. And because the coach okay. knew how to use them. That's not... Like you're saying it like it's a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. That's why I'm saying I, I love what Sean Payton did with him, just like with Darren Sproles. It's San Diego, we didn't know how to use him right. But then he goes to New Orleans. You use him, and it could have been the offense that it was. But they didn't try to use Reggie as an every-down back. That's that's all I'm saying. It's like That's like and, that's like Tom Brady going to the Bucks and them trying to put him in... Uh, see? Right. Uh, spread. Damien, speaking of, speaking of the fine... Uh, well... Few of the fine. I'm not saying officers. he was the best player in the league. I'm just saying. He, he, I'm just not, saying your great. point doesn't make any sense it because makes, you can say that about anybody. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. But you're using that to knock Reggie's lead. I'm really, I'm really not. I'm really not trying to knock Reggie. All I'm saying okay. was in New Orleans they knew how to use him. Not so much in Detroit, Miami, and I'm San Francisco. Where he was there for like really a year. From. He went to so. Steel King and Reggie went to Helix. They were like our little brothers. And there's always been some kind of pent up aggression. I was always one of the biggest Reggie Bush fans. Like until you have to talk about it throughout his no throughout his whole career, you know. Um, so in my school, Still Canyon, we didn't have seniors until 2003. It was, and at that time That's they year. they wow. moved people up to play varsity. I was playing D line at the time on JV. They moved me up. So you were a D lineman. Yeah, uh, at that time. Then I switched to running back. So it was I played a ton of positions, um, but. I was able to touch Reggie. That was about it. I mean, see, he ended see? up doing a, a cutback, and I mean, I, did, wait, did he bounce outside? Of course, he didn't go up the middle and bounce outside and got around you. Well, on that play, so this is why it was, this is where it, it, it was a sweet play. It was a sweet play. No, I'm, I'm not. Trust me, I'm not trying to knock Reggie at all, at all. So, um, Reggie was never used correctly. He was oh, used correctly in. New Orleans. He 100% was. Punt return. And at SC. Because SC didn't use him that way either. SC, short down, Lindell White was the guy to go between the tackles. Well, if you need like third and one type situation. But Reggie played receiver. Reggie played slot. Reggie played. I, I just said that. SC, he was used correctly. Yeah. And he was used correctly in New Orleans. Yeah, I agree. In that system. I agree. But not so much in uh, Miami, Detroit. And then when he was in San Francisco for like uh, a half a season. But um, 
See, Reggie Bush is purely a systematic, somewhat West Coast offense back only. He's not an every down back. That's all I'm saying. Reggie was never the perfect That's every cool. down back. Some, you're, you're quoting somebody named Blonde Sugar. Yeah, he, he don't. He, he's... He be changing I, I, his name. That's cool. I'm just saying. That's that's where. No no offense to anybody, but that's who you're yelling at me yeah. about. Yeah. Uh, Red Hat said it doesn't matter if you were a freshman in college. Home to play with. Exactly. Red. Yeah. Well, Thank you, Mike. It, no. You know. You know. Everybody in the. Everybody in the. Uh, well, what was our? What was our? The Grossmont South League. Nobody liked us. So I understand. I understand. If I played against Helix, I would hate Helix too. No, I, I have nothing against Helix. No, it's cool. Man. I have not. I mean, Daryl, Alex Smith. I mean, shoot. I mean, they 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 produce a bunch. Shout of Shout out to Daryl. Daryl's doing great right now. Yeah, man. businesses. See, I, I still think he should have went to the see, league. Miami. But. Yeah, and I said that Miami was. Thousand, yeah. yeah, he got a thousand yards in Miami, but they try to use him as an every down back, Mike, and that's all I'm saying is. He wasn't. He, his body wasn't built for that. He was. He, it he wasn't. wasn't built for the wear and tear. That's and why that's, a lot of people. That's why running backs don't last 10, 15 years in the NFL because of that. Most of them aren't built for that. Right. But all I'm saying is some some running backs like you get like an LT or an Adrian Peterson or you know certain people like that. They're built for that. That's who they are. Reggie was just so dynamic and quick and that 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 step and and go the other direction. You can just use him in different ways. And that's, that's all I'm saying is... And LT never had to play in the playoffs, so he got a long, long rest. Oh! Um, Are you good? Yeah. <laughs> all right, so... <laughs> um, yeah, so that's some good Reggie Bush talk. I'm glad him and, him and UNSC are, are, are back. Reg, and, man. I mean, he's he's just really just been an inspiration for you. You're, you're from San Diego, and, and you, you hear about... People like back in the day that you know grew up in San Diego here and there, but Reggie was somebody that we were able to see firsthand. Cool experience. You know, so one of my first times coming out here to a, a Dallas Cowboy game. I'm a big Dallas fan. When Marlon first moved, or not when he first moved out here, but one of the times I came to visit, remember we saw a guy. It was the Saints weren't even playing, and we saw a guy with yeah, a 25 we, we got that Saints, picture with Reggie the Saints Bush jersey. jersey. Yeah, yeah, we got a picture. I'll of try too, to so. find that and post it in this video. It was pretty dope. Yeah, so. But yeah, it's, it's just good to see Reggie Bush, and, and I know he's happy, you know, to fight on and all that stuff. So it's it's, it's great to see that. Um, so yeah, so uh, transitioning in over to the NBA, we got NBA coming back July thirty first, I believe it is. So yeah, that's um, what they're saying. That's what they're yeah, saying. so so we'll see if anything changes. It's just glad to see that back. It's gonna be weird to see NBA in summertime, August, September, October. It's gonna be. It's just gonna be interesting to see because if everything plays out right, I don't know what's gonna happen with college football, but we could potentially have college football, NBA, and, and NFL. The and, best. It'll be the best um, fall ever, bro. I, I mean, it's gonna be. It's gonna be great, but that's, that's that's gonna be overload. I mean, just you don't know if you should watch the Sunday night game or you got LeBron and whoever. Like, it's Thankfully, gonna be. It's twenty twenty, and you should have DVR of some sort. But you don't. Nobody DVR sports. Who doesn't? For what? If you know so you're gonna get the alerts on your phone, so you know the outcome. I mean, if it's your team and you just want to dissect what goes on, but I mean, you're not gonna necessarily DVR. The, I am. Well, yeah, you can, and you can go back, but you probably won't watch it because something else is gonna. No, I'm telling you, I am. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's I, that's exactly what I do. <laughs> yeah. Well, shoot, I'm not I'm not DVRing nothing, but it, it would be good. And if maybe uh, he has a still case yes, shirt on, yes, I, I should have known. Yes, you're I right. My, yes, I got my oh still case shirt on. So this is. Oh, you're right. So right. Now, see, Damien, you, you said, um, for one, Mike, everybody is going to watch basketball. I mean, basketball is going to be, you, you could be potentially watching the finals in 
late September, early October, something like that, depending on how they do it. So, I mean, I, I just think, you know, that's going to be dope watching that. But, um, Damien, to your point with baseball, I mean, it, these proposals keep getting shut down with, you know, the, these billionaires and millionaires. They obviously don't want to take pay cuts. So the fact that we haven't seen anything yet get solidified as far as something signed, because here it is, it's we're almost halfway through June and – playoff start in baseball what like late september or around september so it's like mm-hmm. it's probably going to be somewhere between a 50 game season to an 80 game season but i mean the problem with baseball and the reason it might not get going is because those owners are selfish and they're trying to fire yeah, players they're trying to, they're get... trying to cut players revenue income like it's not gonna work and players i'm i'm proud of the baseball players because they're not having it right right so i mean proposals keep getting shut down left and right so um I mean, who knows what the situation is going to be with that? But I mean, I just but but still, overall, just the thought of college basketball—I'm sorry, college football, NFL, and NBA. But just think, that's, no that's going to be crazy. That's going to be so dope. You don't have to have this long break from freaking June to oh. September of no nothing but baseball. That's going to be crazy. Yeah, it's it's gonna be crazy. So I'm hoping that that they all. I mean, I don't even watch baseball like that to be 100 with everybody. But just to no, just don't. just yeah, we I know. Don't. But just the fact that it can. I mean, I watch a little, you know, NLCS, ALC. I watch some of those here and there. But you know, I'm just glad you got the the letters right. Yeah, that's impressive. Um, AL ALDS NLDS, all that stuff. Yeah, whatever. Just, just World quick Series. Quick, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> quick, quick. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, so other than that, I mean... Oh, wait, the NBA, though. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, 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 the, the, the scenarios. Yeah, go ahead. So one of, the, one of the interesting things with this whole NBA proposal is everybody's going to be quarantined in... Um, I just read that. Everybody's going to be quarantined in Orlando at Disney World. So one of, the, one of the issues with that is the top seeds in the playoffs aren't going to have the home court advantage that they mm-hmm. would normally have when you got, you know, for example, L.A., Right. The Clippers basically would have had seven road games against the Lakers. Right. Even though they would have been at home, we know L.A. is still, King. to this point, a Lakers city. King. Um, but some of the things that NBA is trying to do, uh, one of them is the higher seed. So we'll just say the one seed in this case against an eight seed will get the ball the set to start the second quarter, third quarter, and fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. So you still have a traditional um, tip-off, but instead of the other team – the team who wins the ball getting the tip the ball back at the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. the top seed will get it the second, third, and fourth every quarter. Um, one of the other things they're thinking about doing is having one player allowed to get a seventh foul, so he won't foul out until seventh foul, which is which is big if if one of your star players is in foul trouble. Right. Um, they'll receive one extra coaching coaches challenge. You usually only get one, so you'll get another one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. They'll bring their home floor from their city. So the Lakers floor will be at Walt Disney World, basically. It'll look like a Lakers game, but it'll be in Orlando. Um, and lastly, um, the an off-court feature is the, t- the higher seed team will get to pick their hotel rooms first. <laughs> I don't know. That's on here, though. It's one of the things that they're uh, proposing. I'm just, I'm, I'm just hoping that... Uh, aside from all that, with, with the the COVID stuff and and the second wave possibly coming back around, as everybody says, I'm just looking at the the. By the way, side note: 
now that a lot of things are opening up, and I know everybody back home in, in San Diego, I think the bars and the the gyms and all that stuff are starting to open up, and and we've seen at least in Dallas from just the, the the bars and this and that, and how people are showing symptoms and they're out and still they like they just don't care just because they want to be out. I'm just hoping and praying that we get a vaccine soon because that second wave that can come around, it, obviously it could you know diminish all of this, and then. They, they were saying how they already were <clears throat> figuring out what they're going to do if, if certain players contract the virus. And then from there, you have four, five, six players on the team, coaches or whatever, that have the virus. So I'm, I'm obviously I'm, I'm, I'm glad that the NBA is going to come back late next month and all that. I think that's perfect. But I'm just hoping that we just have some type of solution or, or vaccine or, or something if, if this does, you know. Just in just in general, you know. So, I'm actually hoping there's no vaccine. <clears throat> I'm scared of the vaccine. Call me a conspiracy theorist. I think they're trying to kill us all if they get a vaccine. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I'm I'm just. It, it doesn't this feel like I know we're kind of getting off tangent a little bit, but doesn't this feel like just like a year that we just wish we could just push for start on, just reset like this? Has anything good come out of this year? I would sound very selfish if I say yes right now. Like, it, I mean, just starting off in January, we all know what happened. One of the greatest players of all time is, you know, and then just, just everything, man. So um, it has been a rough year, I'll say that. Um, but I, but I'm going to say this too. Um, it usually gets worse before it gets better, and I'm hoping that something really good is about to happen soon, yeah. man. So fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mike said it's going to take about another year for a vaccine. Jers. So we'll see. What's going on, Jers? Um, yeah, Damien, that's what I'm – I mean, that's what they're saying. It's going to be back in, in, in late late this year. That's They're saying it possibly will be back. And, Damien, I'm going to get to your comment too right now. What about the WNBA? WNBA. Um, with I, Honestly, I don't even know when the WNBA starts. Or when it's, it's normally – summer. Yeah, so so they're not competing with the NBA viewership, right? So I mean, we'll see. Obviously, it's gonna be tough as, for them. as we know. NBA is king, so so we'll kind of see what goes. WNBA lives matter. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. So, um, but I, I think they they just did, didn't they get a win with that gender uh, gender pay like fair play? No, probably. Maybe I'll I talk. We'll talk about that next week. Yeah, I'll do some yeah. Research. So, um, other than that, last. Um, Last thing I want to talk about is a little, into a little pop culture type uh, thing right now. As we all know, Six Nine is is got out of jail. This little kid that's just, I mean, yeah. Um, he recently got a song with, or I guess Akon gave uh, him, I guess, a sample of "Locked Up." So now he's Tory Lane. Some other artists are mad that he was able to get that, but um, it's this, this kid annoys me, and just to see him everywhere, it's just like I I, I can't put my change for your following. Stop following. I don't follow him. I I, I, I don't posting him. Stop following. I, I I don't follow him though. But he's just um, it's not worth it. Yeah, yeah. He's only getting. Two minutes of our show. Yeah, if that, yeah. Um, what else we got, man? <laughs> I don't have anything. You, you good? You stumped me with that last yeah, time. Yeah, man. I just, uh, that's really about it. But anyways, yeah. So we hope that everybody continues to, if you're, if you're protesting, continue to peacefully protest. Um, stay safe out there. You know, 
do you still do your social distancing thing. Um, oh, I will say this yeah, about yeah. the protests. Um, Come here, baby. Sorry about that. Um, I, I'm not for the violent pro the violent like uh, protests or anything like that. But I will say, um, I think it, it does sometimes take these acts of aggression to for people to actually appreciate the peaceful protest. So I think I think you know by any means necessary, Malcolm X will say. But I think that's what it took for them to start appreciating these other protests. You started seeing right. police actually walking and kneeling with with people right. um, in these in these marches and things like that. So um, I, I think. At the end of the day, if nobody was hurt during those, I think it ended up helping. One hundred percent. And um, and Dang, I, Dang me, I didn't hear about the protest. And I should have seen you in one of them videos. Ain't he the police? Yeah. I should have seen you in one of them videos kneeling or something. I didn't see you. I was yeah. looking for an elderly or former basketball player or screaming "Black Lives Matter" or something. But you know, he mm-hmm. he probably had another surgery. Was in a walker. Or, you know, something like that. But um, you might have pushed the old man. Yeah, you know what? The K- Killer Mike is Killer Mike's legit. Super dope. Like I love any interview that he does or or whatever. Like I just get so much. And I think when when you hear about when you have rappers like <laughs> like like Future and <laughs> you get rappers like Future and and this and that. Not necessarily down talking them, but you get a rapper like Killer Mike, and then he's actually out there in the streets and mm-hmm. he's just dropping knowledge and he's just like just all the interviews. He was on Wayne's. Uh, you know Wayne's show and stuff, and just how he's just legit. Just you know, there was peaceful protests. How you would get hit with no rocks? <laughs> um, but I will say this to your point. Yeah. I love I love hearing Killer Mike speak too. Um, the last thing I'll have for this this episode, man, is just going to be educate yourself. Take the time out to to do your own research. Don't let these news outlets be your way of getting your knowledge because they're not going to tell you everything you need to know. Um, white, black, indifferent, it doesn't matter. Do your own research on these topics, man. See what really went down in these situations before you come out and speak about it. And I think that's one thing um, Killer Mike does really well is he's always very yeah. well educated on these topics and he does his own research. Right. He, he's in right. the he's in the field, like you said. He's in the streets and, and touching the people, but he also does his research and knowledge and um, has actual suggestions for um, ways to move forward. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I saw yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, and like I said, just stay safe. I mean, we're let's hope we get some more good news from you know all other sports. Hopefully, they're coming back. Oh, soccer league, uh, MLS. I think it is MSL, MLS. I don't know. They they coming back soon next month. So. Oh, shout out to the Marines and 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 NASCAR for removing the Confederate, Confederate flag. flag. Man. Yeah, man. It, it should, it's two thousand twenty. That thing just is a symbol for racism and we got to start changing our country and good kudos no, to you for finally really doing it with, i was really getting hit with rocks <laughs> i'm sorry man uh hey david next time i see you man i'm gonna grab some rocks and i'm gonna just start chucking them at you man i thought he was in the suburbs where does he work he's dallas pd so he was oh, probably oh, down he might, there yeah he probably the was rocks, legit hey, getting hit with the rocks, rocks your, your colleagues set up for them yeah though. so hey I'm gonna get one of them nice little smooth rocks and just it's knock good. it right off his head. Just big old ball. We're peanut, not supporting this. This is peanut bad. milk this good head, bad. but Damien, hey, we're you, glad you're all right, man. Yeah, we're hey, glad you're good. Thank you for he, your. He probably your work. that's probably why he ain't been out there in them streets no more because he <laughs> recovering from getting hit with them rocks. But yeah, but everybody just be safe. You know, we um, 
Definitely love, appreciate all the support and everything, and we'll absolutely, absolutely. and the know. jokes. We like the jokes. Oh too. yeah, we, we love, we love, we love, we love the feedback. She is almost so. as tall as her dad. That's crazy. Ha 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 ha! But yeah, so shout out to Reggie for being back. You know, he was great in uh, at USC. And shout out to SC for doing the right thing, man. Right, like, right. They know it's been ten years. Like, yeah, come on now, they know. It's one of the so, best players ever go through there, man. Come on, right, one hundred percent. So, all right, that's it for today's episode. We'll be back next week or the week after. Um, call, call me next time, South Dallas. Damon. We're not calling you no more because every time we try to call you, get on. You never, you never answer for one. You be at work. You always be at work. You, you're not reliable. So I don't know how you made it this long in your current job. I'm going in on you right now. I don't know how you made it that long in your current <laughs> job because whenever, whenever people need you the most, you're supposed to be around when people need you the most. And I guarantee you, 100, you've never been around when a call. Oh. Damon eating donuts or on his phone on Facebook watching Marlon vs. Marlon all that stuff like you just you, you're not you, you're not the guy you're not the guy that people need but hey that's why you get hit in the head with rocks so <laughs> <laughs> alright man we out peace we out